Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Rod Babers, former defensive back for the Texas Longhorns, now with On Texas Football. Rod, welcome in. Uh, this is a portal update, and we have some breaking news to share. Andrew Makuba, uh, the nickelback out of Clemson, three-year starter for the Tigers, uh, last two at nickel, his first year as a safety. Uh, he is expected to be on campus for an official visit with Texas uh, tomorrow. Uh, Makuba had 42 tackles last year. Uh, 53 as a sophomore and 47 as a true freshman. He is a three-year starter for a program, Rod, that has been among the nation's best uh, on an annual basis. But, uh, you know, the Austin LB8J product now looking at teams a little closer to home, including the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, and I think for Texas, right, this is a guy that can – um, you know, potentially fill multiple spots for you. You need a safety, of course. You got safeties that are leaving. Jaron Thompson, uh, we talked about the three guys in the transfer portal as well, uh, but Keaton Crawford also moving on. So there are going to be a lot of snaps at safety available, and he can fill that void for you, but also he can be a guy that can fill the void at nickel. We know Jaday Barron is moving on to the NFL, so you need someone that can play nickel, which you guys know I think it's the most important position potentially in the back seven in the Big 12, uh, and potentially for Texas is the nickel position. you got a guy that has such a versatile skill set, can do a lot of different things. Uh, and Makuba actually fits that role. I'll also say this. I think he also fits what I think is going to be the future of evaluation in the secondary for Texas. I think they're going to prioritize versatility as one of their uh, data points and evaluations for the secondary guys that can move around. I've talked about safeties that can also play nickel. Um, we know that's, I think Derek Williams, can, it can be a safe that can play nickel. Is Xavier feels to me. We'll talk more about that. All right. Time goes on. I think he's a safety that can also play nickel for you. Uh, Jordan Johnson, Rubel coming in, in this uh, 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 recruiting class, he's a safety that can play nickel. If you have a safety that can play nickel, that means a safety that can cover. And that's the other goes back to the other data point. I think they're going to prioritize and emphasize coverage skills. And I've been saying it forever. And I think the coaching staff is finally starting to figure it out. You cannot coach coverage. You can't. You guys can get better at it. They can improve fundamentals. They can improve football IQ and their technique. But I think coverage specialist is something that is more innate. I think it's something that's programmed early within a football player. You can have good football players in your secondary that aren't coverage specialists. They do now. All right. Jerry Thompson is not a bad football player, but not a coverage specialist. Um, why is Derek Williams your best coverage safety? And he's a freshman because you can't teach that skill. That's the same reason they're recruiting a guy like Colin Simmons. I also think you can't teach pass rushing ability. That's something that's innate. Usually you can get better at it, but you want a, 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 a guy that can be a high level coverage specialist or pass rusher. You got to recruit that trait. And I think now they're recruiting that trait at the safety position. Uh, here's the uh, reality. He actually had his most passes defended yet uh, this year. He had six passes defended, uh, a pass breakup, so that's good for Makuba. He's also interested in Oklahoma. Uh, of course, Brent Venables, uh, the former yeah. defensive coordinator at Clemson, very familiar with M Makuba uh, as well. He's six foot, 195 pounds, uh, and is a three-year starter. Uh, one of the ties here to Texas is not only the fact uh, that he's from Austin LBJ originally, Rod, but that his high school coach at Austin LBJ, J Jamal Finner, is now the direct director of Texas high school football relations mm. uh, for the University of Texas. Uh, so there's some similarity there. And, and Makuba even worked out with the team a lot last year. Wow. Um, so in the offseason. So there's, you know, look, there's a lot of intertwine here. Uh, 
it, it appears that Texas is, is a team that's under heavy, heavy consideration. Can I call Texas the favorites right now? Uh, I don't think we can do that until he gets on campus officially tomorrow uh, from what it looks like. Uh, and uh, Makuba, a uh, young man uh, out of Austin LBJ, not the only guy in the portal transfer the Longhorns are coveting. They've already brought in Trey Moore out of UTSA. I got an update on him for mm -hmm. you guys. Young man had 14 sacks last year for Jeff Trailers, San Antonio uh, UTSA school. Yeah. He is visiting. Uh, he had Alabama in the home yesterday. Ohio State in the home on Monday, visited Texas this past weekend. He will now go to Ohio State this weekend. He's also going to take a visit to Alabama. Now, when that Alabama trip happens is going to be interesting because this means it may prolong his recruitment past December 25th. Mm. We thought that Trey Moore, when I talked to earlier this week and talked to someone close to the situation, he was going to make a decision prior to Christmas. Now that may be on hold, okay? Yeah. Not only Texas, but he's visiting Ohio State this weekend. He's got Bama uh, likely setting up here in the next uh, week or so or two weeks uh, past Christmas. Uh, he is a guy that Texas clearly is interested in and has already hosted on official visit. Another guy, Rod, that uh, I know you've watched a lot of is Matthew Golden, uh, the wide receiver out of University of Houston. He His name officially went in the portal yesterday. Uh, Texas is expected to be very, very interested in him. Uh, not only is he a receiver, but he's also a returner. Uh, you've watched him a lot. What would you? What do you think a guy like Matthew Golden brings to the brings to the game? Uh, brings to the Longhorns if he were to end up committing to Texas? Yeah, I mean he's a he's a he's a kick return specialist, right? He's a guy that's one of the best kickoff returns in the country. He probably would walk in as your best kickoff returner. Uh, on campus, especially Keelan Robinson being gone. He can kind of fill that void for you. And we know Jeff Banks is a fabulous special teams uh, coach, so he'd be able to maximize and weaponize him there. But if he can crack the the, the the circle of trust of wide receivers, we talk about this all the time with Sark. You know, Sark has a very tight rotation of wide receivers, usually three or four guys. And if you can crack that group, and I think he can at Texas, especially with Jay Witt moving on, X-Man moving on, A.D. Mitchell moving on, um, then he can be highly productive. It's Honestly, if you're in that group with Sark, you're going to be productive because Sark's going to scheme you open. And he's shown the ability to do a really good job of being able to scheme wide receivers open. That's why he can recruit really good wide receivers uh, because he's got that resume as a play caller and as an offensive mind. But if he can, I think he will. Um, he'll fill that uh, that void at slot wide receiver for Texas. Um, he can be, I think, he can be way more productive as well um, in some of the specific uh, kind of specific personnel packages that Sark comes up with. Because he's such a dynamic ball carrier, that's why he's great at kickoff return. I could see Sark doing some of the things if he doesn't crack the you know, the circle of trust of wide receivers in the rotation, I can see Sark doing some of the same things he does with Keelan Robinson with Matthew Golden, just making plays and packages specifically to get him in space with the ball, all right, with a chance to make dynamic plays happen because he's that explosive. That's Keelan Robinson for the most part. I mean, there are times when they put him in traditional roles within an offense. For the most part, he's never in a traditional role. He's in a 21 personnel package where they're motioning him out as a slot back or they're motioning him out as a wing back of some sort and getting him the ball in space. Matthew Golden has very similar explosivity. 
as a ball carrier. If he's got the ball in space with about three or four yards schemed open in front of him, that's going to be trouble. <laughs> and that's what that's what Keelan Robinson is. 35.7 yards per kick return this past year, Rod. He it's only close. took back – listen to this. And you, I mean, you and I have talked about this before. He only had nine kickoff returns all year, right? Absurd. He took two of them back for touchdowns. Absurd. That's, that, that's Yeah, that's absurd. That's absurd. I, and plus he had the big kick return against Texas. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I, I'd tell him to return more kicks. Like, dude, I need you to return more kicks. You got nine returns and two for touchdowns, you ha- and you're averaging 35. I'm sorry, sir. I need you to return more kicks. I need you to take more chances. And Jeff Banks will do it with him. Jeff Banks will be like, hey man, three yards deep in the end zone. We got a new rule. If it's five yards more, take it. Just take it, bro. You got it. Go. We go. Love it. Hey, yeah. uh, I've got one more portal note, and I also have a high school recruiting note that I want to add. Uh, but Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm is uh, sponsored this show. We appreciate him each and every Wednesday. He sponsors our show. Uh, he's been helping injured Texans on the job or from car wrecks. If you've been injured, give him a shout and think and think your due compensation. 512-280-0800 or visit him at LoweyLawFirm.com. That's Adam Lowy at LoweyLawFirm.com. Thanks for your sponsorship, Adam. All right. Got to add this one, okay? Texas is also interested in former Atlanta Westminster tight end, Holden Stays. Stays is a sophomore out of Notre Dame, has put his name in the portal. He's already expected to visit Tennessee, Washington, and Oklahoma. Uh, Jeff Banks recruited him out of high school. He ended up not uh, obviously picking uh, uh, Notre Dame over Texas and a a host of others, but the Longhorns are expected to try to get involved. Will they be too late to the party or – Late's not the right word because they were on him from the start, but will they actually get an official visit? We do not know, but I can't confirm the Longhorns uh, interested in Holden Stays, uh, a transfer out of Notre Dame uh, at this point. Uh, One last thing I want to mention in this update for us, uh, Rod and I will be back around four o'clock on this channel uh, to talk about Kobe Black, a young man out of Waco. Connolly will announce his commitment we believe it's Texas, but, you know, it's recruiting. Things can happen, Rod. A&M could have come in at the last minute. Oklahoma State, where his brother plays, could be a, a factor as well. Uh, but Kobe Black, the number 44 overall player in the country, uh, will announce his decision on uh, Wednesday at around 4.30 at Waco Connolly High School. Rod, uh, the, the the whole idea here behind this update was talk about portal. Do you feel like these are the types of portal guys when Sark – talks about what he wants from the portal, that they're the kind of pieces that fit for him? Yeah, I think, you know, because they've been so great in development, they can afford to be really selective in the portal. And Sark knows that. Now, they may still get six, seven guys from the portal just because of the day and age we live in, right? The transfer portal, give it, then it, take it away. Everybody's got to deal with that attrition. It's good attrition and bad attrition, um, depending on, you know, what the state of your program is. Uh, but I think Sark right now wants to make sure he gets guys that fit and that are compatible personality-wise, disposition-wise, uh, work ethic-wise with the program and where they are. Um, and I think he wants to bring in guys that have already been productive, guys who have already proven themselves at the college level. Um, so I, I like the way that Sark is approaching the transfer portal. I really do. I think he's doing a good job of that um, because – early on there was some guys he may have rolled the dice on that didn't work out uh, but i think he's starting to figure it out by the way everybody's learning on the job when it comes to the transfer portal none of these coaches really haven't figured out just yet because i think based on your situation year to year is going to evolve i think this year texas needs to prioritize two positions in the transfer portal right you got trans safety and wide receiver 
those are immediate concerns for you right now in the transfer portal. Um, and then you can kind of, you know, basically piecemeal other and supplement your roster and with other guys from the transfer portal and other positions. But I think every year you're going to have a, any basically an immediate urgent position that needs addressed via the transfer portal. And that's the beauty of it. But look at Oklahoma. That's also, you know, the, the ugly side of it. They lost a couple of linemen and had some linemen to declare for the draft. And now they had zero offensive linemen returning starters returning for next season. That's the downside. But the, the, the upside is look at what Dion just did in five days in the transfer portal. He overhauled his whole line. He got four <laughs> offensive linemen in the transfer portal. Recruit another. So it's, it's the gift and the curse, man. You can you can be on the, the, the downside of the ugly side, or you can be on the good side of it. And I think Sark's right now balancing it where he's in a sweet spot where he's never overly dependent on it. And he doesn't necessarily ignore it like some coaches do. Like, ah, I don't even like the transfer board. It's not a right thing. No, no. I think he understands you need it, but also he doesn't want his program to be overly reliant on it, where right. every year he's desperate for guys in a transfer report. You don't, it's, it's a part of it. It's not it. Yes. To your point. You know what I mean? It is. It's, and that's one of the things Sark does really, really well as director of player personnel, Billy Glasscock. They do very, very well at combing it all together to make it mesh as opposed yep. to over-reliance on one idea over another. It's, it all comes together, which I think is great. So just to back up, Andrew McCuba visiting Texas tomorrow, we believe that's the young man originally from Austin LBJ that started three years at Clemson. The last two at nickel. Uh, he could be a potential replacement for Jade Barron. Uh, then we also have Texas very interested still in Trey Moore, but Moore now also saying he's going to be visiting Bama. That's the young man out of UTSA by way of Smithson Valley High School. Yeah. Holden stays the tight end. We're waiting to see what exactly happens there. As we are with Houston wide receiver Matthew Golden. Uh, we'll be back around four o'clock to talk about our young man, Kobe Black, uh, who's announcing for, we think, we think, keep your fingers crossed, the Longhorns. All right, uh, for Rod Babers, special thanks to our uh, sponsor, Adam Lowy, the Lowy Law Firm. For Rod Babers, I'm Bobby Burton. Hook them. Hook them.